We are Gardens and Plants, two garden communicators who share what is happening in the world of plants and gardening in the Washington, D.C. metro area. My name is Peggy Riccio, owner of pegplant.com, an online resource for gardening in the area, and I live in Northern Virginia. And my name is Terry Spate, owner of cottageinthecourt.com, a website and blog where I share all things beautiful in the garden, from the places I visit, I highlight my favorite plants, books I am reading, and more. And I live in Prince George's County, Maryland. And together we are Gardens and Plants. Every two weeks we'll be sharing what is happening in the D.C. metro area, including Northern Virginia, Maryland suburbs. This is a great opportunity to mark your calendars in advance for events and to learn about plants and gardening and to learn about public gardens and nurseries to visit in this area. So we'll start off with what is going on in our own personal gardens and in my garden in Northern Virginia, um, my herbaceous peonies are up. I have several buds on a plant that's called abalone pearl. It's one of the first to bloom. It's coral and pink and it's fragrant. Of course, the daffodils are up. And um, the other thing I really like, um, I have some new spireas. And so spireas are woody shrubs. They drop their leaves in the fall and then they come back now. So I have these two from Proven Winners and they're called Double Play. And the new leaves are a gorgeous red color. And then of course they flower all summer long. And then of course, then they drop and then they come back. But right now I have Double Play Red, which has this beautiful little red leaves and then Double Play Doozy, which has dark red leaves. And then the summertime, they become green leaves, and then they bloom all summer long. They're really great. Do you have any spireas? Oh, yeah. I've got uh, I've had bridal wreath spirea that my dad gave me, um, and then I've got a couple other ones, and you can't beat them. They are some great diehard shrubs, so much diehard that when my dad gave me the bridal wreath spirea, I hacked it up and gave three hunks of it to a client. And then we didn't get them in the soil right away until the next spring. And they still bloomed. Yeah, they're great plants. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of people don't know about spirea, but it's definitely a plant to watch, you know? Right, and they're drought tolerant and they're deer resistant. And and there's so many new varieties now with so many uh, different colors in the foliage. It's Mm -hmm. And short, too. You know, these are mine only three feet tall, so they can be short, too. And oh, the yeah. other, yeah, so they're good for uh, small uh, townhouses. And um, like I said, you get the double play means that you're going to get the color from the leaves in the spring and then also the color from the flowers all summer long. And you got that from Proven Winners or? From Proven Winners, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Awesome company with awesome plants. Yeah, they're great. And the other thing that's coming back in my garden right now are the chives. Of course, the chives are perennial herbs, and they come back really early uh, in March. And so mine are about six inches tall, so I can harvest them. And we mix them up with butter because my daughter likes chives butter. And we also snip mm-hmm. them and put them on the potatoes and the pierogies. And the other thing that's blooming are the calendulas because they like this cool weather. So oh. I have calendula flowers, and I actually just cut them, and I put them in my banana bread recipe. 
how they turn out. <laughs> and actually, um, I I had two flowers, and I I took the petals off, and I you know cut them up, and I put them in the banana bread, and it didn't alter the flavor in any way, but it made it look really cool because there's these flashes of orange in the banana bread. It makes it prettier. Like banana bread with confetti. Yeah, yeah, it's really <laughs> cool. I like it. <laughs> now, what's sweet. going on in your garden? Well, my garden is on steroids right now. It's amazing. <laughs> my my weeping cherry tree is the buds are so swollen. It hasn't quite opened yet, but the buds are sitting there going any day now. I'm going to open, and that just brings me so much joy. Um, the uh, magnolia salata that has been in bloom, and I turned the corner of my house the other day and there's another camellia in bloom the way that I lay out my garden I want my garden to be a constant garden party so every time you turn around there's a new plant blooming and I, I consider it a dance my garden is always dancing if anyone uh, knows me a lot of times I have disco in the dirt um, on my blog post or on Instagram because I love disco music because there's always a garden party in my head. So when I lay out my garden, um, I turn a corner, there's another part of the party. I turn another corner, there's another part of the party. So these camellias with these swollen red uh, buds, one of them popped yesterday and it was such a joy. Uh, the Amsonia hubrechtii has basil growth coming up out of the ground. My Cranesville geraniums have um, spread and my Nepeta, uh, Catmint, um, I have Six Hills Giant, and it is like, okay, Terry, we're getting ready to put the show on. So <laughs> there's a lot of stuff going on. Um, my Sedums, the Sedum Autumn Joy uh, and Sedum Neon, it looks like it's a green bouquet that's hugging the ground. Um, I could go on and on, but the one uh, major, major thing that I look forward to Every spring for the past three years, I think, my Galanthus nivalis, it's such a sensual bloom. Mm -hmm. The white with the green tips. And there's so many different varieties. And they, they one happened last week and then three happened later in the week. This morning it was seven. Um, I just can't walk past them without putting them in the crotch of my fingers and turning them up so I can see what's going on inside the bloom. Right, right. Plant. Yeah. yeah, because they're nodding, bell, they're like bell-shaped, and they're nodding. They hang yeah. down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you have an option. You can lay on the ground and look up into the bloom. <laughs> <laughs> or you can just put it in your hand. You know, touch, touch your garden. Get in your garden and touch it. The garden is such a wonderful place, and it spreads such joy, but if you touch it, then you have the memory of what that felt like. Right. So when I looked at my hand throughout the day today, I kept seeing the bud, this, this you know, Galanthus novalis in the, my hand. And it was like, I can't wait to get home and cut some and put in one of my little miniature antique vases. Oh, I yeah. can't wait. Yeah, yeah. That, that's good for those too. Yeah. And so, you know, despite this virus that's going around, spring is still happening. Things are still blooming. I mean, it's out there and, you know, it's not going to stop. So there are that's places right. that we can 
either see it or take our kids to go see it. Even though some buildings are closed, there's still outdoor places to enjoy spring. Yeah, because spring is not suspended. Right. No, it's happening. (laughs) (laughs) It's not postponed till fall. (laughs) No. What now? What interesting places? What are the top three places that you would say that you would go to escape into the season? Well, it depends. Uh, I live in Virginia, so since I'm in Virginia, I would go to Green Spring Gardens, and I would also go to uh, because even though the building is closed, the outside area is open. And if my kids were little, I would take them there, and they could run around, and then I could look at the plants. And then I would also take them to the American Horticulture Society's River Farm. Even though the building's closed again, still the outdoor part, and they do have some gardens, and it's very beautiful. It's right on the Potomac River. And then also Meadowlark Botanic Gardens, um, which is in Vienna. And again, the buildings are closed for all these, but you can still go to the outdoor garden part and enjoy spring. And if you have little kids, you know, take them out to get rid of that energy, you know, get it out of their system. (laughs) You would want them to get it out in a safe place <laughs> like the garden as opposed right. to someplace else. And you have natural distancing there out in nature, you know? Six feet, not a problem. <laughs> Ten feet, even better. <laughs> so that's a, that's advantageous. I, um, I guess my favorite places or places, I like to go different places not always close into the DMV, but still in the DMV. So I think one of the places that I would go um, would be Sherwood Gardens in Baltimore City. Mm-hmm. Six acres, natural beauty, and a great time to visit is late April when the tulips are in bloom. So depending on how long this virus drama goes on, you know that might be something to put on your calendar in late April. But what you could do now... Um, I actually made some phone calls today because um, I'm sure that a lot of these places are worried about what's next. One of the places that I called was the Silborn Arboretum in Baltimore City. Mm-hmm. And once again, the actual buildings on the grounds are, are, are closed, but the grounds are open from eight in the morning to eight in the evening. Mm, that's good. You got kids? 200 acres of an urban (laughs) oasis. I think they'll get a little tired if you take them there. That's one extreme of Maryland. The other extreme of Maryland, you could do the Atkins Arboretum or you could do Soderley Plantation in Southern Maryland. Their Mm -hmm. grounds are open. Mm -hmm. And And I think hmm? isn't Brookside Gardens, their grounds are open too. Yeah, their grounds are open as well. Um, You can still shop at Homestead Gardens, and the wonderful thing about Homestead is pansies are in, so if you want to make some cookies or cakes and put some fresh pansy blooms on, there you go. That's Um, a good idea. Their chicks come in now. They have strawberry plants. I'm going to go probably later on this week because they have fruit trees and berry bushes, and I hope that my pink lemonade blueberry bush survived. I'm dreaming of pink lemonade blueberry pancakes. I don't know why. That'll be interesting. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, talk about another plant you want to abuse. I had three. I did lose one last year because uh, I traveled so much. But at the end of the season, there were two that were still surviving. Now, 
we've had an interesting weather flow, so to speak. So hopefully, you know, they the blueberry bushes will handle the weather ups and downs. Um, well, mine, mine are leafing out. I see green leaves on my blueberry bushes right now. See, I wasn't focused on mine yesterday. I should have been. Mm-hmm. What I was focused on, Peggy, was last month, I decided to use some of my Renee seeds. Um, she has a lettuce and carrot blend that I absolutely love. And so I scattered the seeds on um, some soil in pots under these little uh, cold frame things that I bought last year. And so every week I've been checking them. No, no signs of life. You know, the Brussels sprouts are still growing, but the seeds just kind of sat. Yesterday morning at the crack of dawn, I looked at those planters and the carrots are coming up. Cool. Yeah. So I'm doing those little surprises in the garden. That's another thing you can do with your children. Get some recycled containers and some potting soil and sow some seeds. Yeah, Make that's definitely. Yeah. 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 There's a whole lot more that can be done. In fact, the cherry blossoms are not stopping. You know, they're still blooming. They're still on track. So now is actually a great time to take your family down to see the cherry blossoms because you'll probably get parking, you know. There won't be any crowds. Right. <laughs> and even if you don't get parking nearby, park if you got kids, remember, or if you're like want to get into the physical fitness of it all, park farther away, like at the Botanic Garden, and walk down to see the cherry blossoms. You get your exercise, you get your vitamin D, and you get the cherry blossoms. That's a trifecta. Right. And that whole downtown area, I mean, the buildings are closed, but the um, the U.S. Botanic Garden has the National Gardens in the Bartoli Park that's open, and of course the National Arboretum. The building's closed, but all that, all those acres are open. I mean, you can yeah. even ride your bikes there. And yeah. then the Bishop Garden at the Cathedral is still open, and then of course all the little pocket gardens that the Smithsonian has on the Mall those are open too. Mm-hmm. So you could easily meander about, spend you know if if you're if you're not working or if you want to just take a day off just to get some air in right just just go downtown go outside find a a garden near or far find a garden that you're familiar with or not but the most important thing is get outside and engage with nature Mm -hmm. and that'll help your mental attitude attitude too you know help Mm -hmm. to relieve the stress from all this going on yeah, because D.C. is a busy town. This area right. is busy. Right. And all of a sudden, we've been thrust into a situation where we are, what they call it, social distancing. Mm-hmm. So when you, where you're used to going out at lunchtime, you're seeing all these people and you're engaging with your coworkers. Now it's going to be a different scenario. So it's another great time to catch up on um, some online classes, perhaps. Um, read a really, really great book in between the other things that you might be doing. Um, start some seeds. Go outside and pull some weeds. Whatever <laughs> you do, just get your hands dirty. And it, it really will adjust your attitude. Right. Um, and that's a beautiful thing. Uh, evaluate the views in your garden. See where the gaps are. See where you're going to add plants or not. Maybe a chair. Just just really just get outside and let your mind be free. And you'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. 
Right. Peggy, speaking of things, events, um, things that are not going to happen or things that we're going to miss, um, what's probably the biggest screen event that you're going to miss this year? Well, I just found out that the Historic Garden Week is canceled, and that was going to be April 18 to 25, and it's put on by the Garden Club of Virginia. Mm-hmm. And I was looking forward to that because it's across Virginia, you see all kinds of public and private gardens, and it's put on by volunteers. And I'm, it must take them a year to plan this thing. And it's all across the week, all across Virginia, you see so many beautiful gardens. And then they also do beautiful floral arrangements that they put in the houses. And I was really looking forward to that. But of course, that was canceled. But um, it, next year, you got to go. because, And they also have a great tour book or guidebook that you can either download. You could get it right now. You could either download it or you could ask for it. And it becomes a great resource because it lists gardens that are, are public that you could see any time of the year. So it's a good um, resource to have on hand. It's very beautiful, too. When I lived in Fredericksburg, I went every year. So I know it is a fan. I mean, you can go to different parts of Virginia, and each part that you would go to has a different feel to it. Yeah, so, it's, it's also, there, Maryland has one, too. What's it called? Oh, the Maryland one is the Maryland House and Garden Pilgrimage. And I actually have tickets this year, but I found out today that it has been canceled. I was hoping that they would at least have the outside, the gardens and not the homes, um, Mm -hmm. but no, no. But one of the ones um, this year, they focused on Talbot County, Calvert County, Dorchester County, and Prince George's County. Mm -hmm. And one of the ones that I seriously was going to attend was the one in Talbot County. And Mm -hmm. the reason why is because Talbot County is a very old county, um, 350 years of American history. And it was named in honor of Lady Grace, the wife of Sir Robert Talbot and the sister of Cecilia's Calvert. So Calvert, the Calvert name, Calvert County, it's, it's old, old name for Maryland. But the reason why I really wanted to go to that one, this is crazy because all of them, um, you have an option of reserving either either they have uh, restaurants where you can get lunch or the different churches will have will serve a different lunch. And I'm thinking Talbot County, you had an option of a veggie or um, tarragon chicken salad, roast beef and brie with horseradish. And I had my sights set on that tarragon chicken salad. And you know herbs, so you know what tarragon can do to chicken. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's great. It's great. I grew that last year. It did very well for me. Yeah. Did you grow it from seed or a plant? Uh, it was a plant that I bought, and I grew it, and it did very well. But it's not an easy plant to grow here. But it, no. it provides that licorice taste, which is yeah. good good accent to the, to the chicken. Yeah. And if you do tarragon chicken salad and uh, cut up white grapes, oh, my goodness, takes it to a whole new level. But I was thinking yeah. to not just the homes and the gardens. <laughs> But the chicken salad sandwich. But I'm thinking, you know, know, worst case scenario, next year, that means all of these wonderful events that are happening um, in Maryland and Virginia and D.C., some of the smaller um, venues that will have plant sales, we need to support those places because you you know what kind of year they're going to have this year. That's true. If we support those places, they'll be here for the duration, you know? 
Mm -hmm. So um, I just wanted to tell you something. I Before all this dramatic shutdown and everything, I did attend my garden club meeting. Mm -hmm. And um, I listened to Peter Deal, who is an arborist and a pruning person. I don't know if you've ever heard of him before, mm -hmm. but he's um, he's a really good at pruning and teaching you how to prune. So I did learn that now is the time to cut back your PG hydrangeas. Mm -hmm. So that's another thing you should do is get out there and start cutting back your PG hydrangeas. And he taught us how to prune back the Japanese maples, which is something else that needs to be done now. Mm -hmm. And then um, another thing I did before this major shutdown is I was able to give a lecture on culinary herbs at a local gardening club. And then I met Barbara Glickman, mm -hmm. who authored two local books. She authored Maryland's Public Gardens and Parks and Capital Splendor Parks and Gardens of Washington, D.C. And I listed those on my website. So it was really cool to be able to meet her. So that's a whole other thing that we could be doing, too, is catching up on all of these books that are local that are about local gardens yeah. to kind of plan what to do and both of her books are on my bookshelf yeah yeah and i i thought that was i thought that was so cool that i met her and i told her that and so you know she may be somebody to talk to maybe she could be on this show you know and talk to her and she could highlight some public gardens in the area yeah because to, to go a, visit because a lot of times we'll go to the same old places and there are mm -hmm. other places that need to be seen because they will inspire you in a different way. Right. You know, now, funny you say Garden Club um, talks. Uh, Capitol Hill Garden Club had, uh, uh, we had April Thompson of Bloom. Bloom mm -hmm. is a soil amendment that's made right here in D.C. Right. All of us contribute to it because it's kind of made out of sludge. But right. Um, in our own way, we all contribute to it. But what she was saying was the benefits of incorporating it into your pots and into your soil. And I understand. Yeah, she's also stuff. Yeah, gardens and other venues in the area either bagged or loose. I think you can buy bagged at Homestead Gardens right now because I've been buying. She sent me some samples, and you can get samples, but. Yeah. Uh, then I also saw it bagged at Homestead Gardens once. Yeah. I'm sure it's still there. Yeah. Have you used it before? Yeah, she sent me some samples and I used it last year. And it's 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 good. It looks like compost. It's yeah. got a good texture to it. Yeah. And she, she showed us all the different textures that they have, depending on your soil type, of course. Some people didn't mm -hmm. the the wood chippy blend. So you could get a really fine blend or um, more of a chunkier blend. It, it's, it is a resource that's worth looking into. Um, and if you have a pickup truck, you can also um, call them and make an appointment and get it, you know, from Blue Plains. But support your local stores. So many of them are closing now. Um, mm -hmm. And one country that you mentioned was closing, Peggy. That hurt me to my heart. Mm -hmm. Down in Virginia. That was like, what? Um, that was on, on Peg Plant. And I thought you mean DeBaggio's? Yeah. You mean the herb place? Yeah. Oh yeah. DeBaggio's is the herb place out in Chantilly and they're closing. Although it had nothing to do with the virus, so they were just closing before the virus. But yeah, yeah they're closing. And that was a great resource for yeah. herbs. But that's why it's important, you know, in here in Maryland, we lost Bankies. Um yeah. DeBaggio, yeah. man, I I mean when I lived in Fredericksburg, I spent a lot of money at DeBaggio's. 
because um, mm-hmm. they had good quality plant material. So now we need to support our local people like Homestead, um, like, um, who do you have in Virginia? Maryfield? We have Maryfield in Virginia, yeah. Mm-hmm. And there are others that are throughout the area and even some of the small local ones um, mm-hmm. that are kind of like pop-ups. It, you know, take a chance. The local people, especially in light of what's going on now, the local people are going to need our help and our buy-in, so to speak. Even if it's a pack of seeds, even if it's a small pack of bloom, if it's a bag of mulch. And at the same time, I thought of this the other day too. I read an article about how um, people were leaving notes in coffee shops and in libraries, like a little note card that says something positive in it. And they would just randomly leave them around. And I thought to myself, you know, we all buy more seeds than we need. Sometimes we all buy more plants than we need. Sometimes we get a oh, ha- six pack. You have of- random packages of seeds? <laughs> I, I know, I know. It's like, imagine that. But imagine if you bought a, a six pack of, of, of a petunia. Mm-hmm. You, know, you have a little pot sitting around. Pot, repot it or cut one of the cell packs off and just randomly leave it on someone's doorstep. (laughs) Especially if you see that they garden, even if they don't use it, they can pass it on. It's kind of a random act of kindness that keeps the theme going. Right. And it always brings a smile to your face. When you look at a flower, people always smile when they see flowers. It's a fact. Yeah. They always do. Yeah. With all this mess going on in the air or, you know, six feet, 10 feet, whatever. I think all of us, if you want to see people smiling, go to your garden center. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just sharing, because, you know, I'm, I'm known to do things like jump out of my truck, well, my car now and move mulch off of tree trunks, which is another thing I'm seeing a lot of. Have you seen a lot of that again, Peggy? Yeah, everybody's mulching now. But, you know, please, people, please, 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 for the sake of Peggy and I. <laughs> for our sakes. Trunk, please put your hand <laughs> against the tree trunk on the ground. And from one side of your hand to the other side, please leave that area bare. <laughs> well, trees do not like volcanoes. You ever seen a, a tree growing out of a volcano? No. So why are we doing that? Get that mulch away from the trunk. When you have mulch up on the trunk of a tree, you're inviting insect and disease. Don't do that. That's true. Yeah. Well, we're coming to the end of our session. Did you have any more you wanted to add? Let's see. Give people plants. Move the mulch. (laughs) Try some bloom. (laughs) Get outside and, and smell something. Or get outside. Get the children outside. Experience the garden. I'm not going to get my chicken salad sandwich in Talbot County this year, but that's okay. Um, I think that's it, Peggy. Well, great. Well, we'll be back in two weeks and visit our websites for more detailed information at pegplant.com and cottageinthecourt.com. We're also very active on social media. You can find me at Peg Plant and Terry at Cottage in the Court. 
Our podcast, our podcast is available on eight platforms, Apple Podcast, Anchor, Spotify, Breaker, Google Podcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Overcast. And I've put, there's a link to this on my website at pegplant.com, and it's also now on cottageinthecourt.com if you want to hear this particular episode. Goodbye for now, and remember, there's always something happening in the garden. Have a great time in the garden. Bye-bye. Bye.